0: This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 683, Comic Reviews, the week of Wednesday, May 29th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 683. It's my Comic Reviews episode for the releases from the week of Wednesday, May 29th. Uh, Thanks for downloading the episode, and uh, this is... Uh, what day four of many many different comic shenanigans episodes all going online at once. Uh, which is only super fun. Um, so the, a couple days ago, we finally got back on the reviews trains. So now we're on for more of them. So uh, I guess when this comes out, it's probably going to be the 5th of June, uh, which means we're, we're now basically up to date, and as you listen to this, some new comics are about to hit uh, hit the shelves. So let's take one back. One look backwards at May 29th. I'm only talking about two comics today, so this will be a quick and easy listen, probably five to ten minutes. If you're ready for a long commute, I apologize. <laughs> uh, so books I won't be talking about today include Age of X-Men Extremis, Batman Last Night on Earth, Black Panther, Catwoman Annual, Daredevil, Detective Comics Annual, Dog Days of Summer, Doomsday Clock, I read half of it but didn't finish, Uh, Fantastic Four, Giant Man, Heroes in Crisis Number 9. Which I don't think I read it closely enough to actually talk about it on the podcast. Um, I read pieces of it, but I just felt like I couldn't really focus on it because it was bothering me and it was just felt very frustrating. So I never really finished it. Uh, Immortal Hulk number 18. Magnificent Miss Marvel number 3. Major X. Marvel Spider-Man City of War number 3. Marvel Rising. Spider-Man League of the Realms. Sorry, The League of Realms, Star Wars Vader, Dark Visions, Star Wars, Superior Spider-Man, Thanos, Thor, War of the Realms, War Scrolls, Wolverine, The Long Night, X-23, and X-Men Grand Design Extinction. Um, that is a lot of different stuff. Um, so what am I talking about today? Well, I only read a couple of books. Let's take a look. What have I What have I got here? I read uh, May 29th. Um, Amazing Spider-Man and Superman, Leviathan Rising. Wow, I feel like I read X-23. I Let me take a quick look at this. I feel like I read the book, but then maybe I didn't. I guess I didn't. Um, no, I, I definitely didn't. Interesting. Say, I am really enjoying that book, but I really thought I was up to date. Maybe I'm not. So let's, uh, let's talk about the first book I mentioned. So Amazing Spider-Man 22. So this is the last chapter of Hunted, I guess. Uh, although I guess there's still uh, an epilogue, which... Feels weird when it's not a real level. It feels like there's a lot more that has to be done in that. So that back in the day that would have just been the last chapter, but now these days we have to have epilogues and prologues and all that other stuff. Um it's written by Nick Spencer, artwork by Humberto Ramos, Inks by Volk Victor, Alazaba, and Humberto Ramos with color artists by Edgar, sorry, color art, I should say, by Edgar Delgado and Eric arciniega with uh virtual calligraphy, Joe Caramagna on letters. And um how do I put this? I didn't really enjoy this. Um, I and sometimes I like Humberto Ramos's art, but I, I didn't really like it here. I didn't really like his Spider-Man here was almost too skinny and weird. And there's just there's a lot of talking here. I don't know if I really buy a lot of what's going on. Um, even like the lizard detail didn't really work. Like he he almost like he looked too small. Like it was just such a weird issue. I don't think a lot of this was earned and. The, the the long interaction between Spider-Man and Kraven I don't think really worked for me and finally letting him go even didn't even work and again it just felt like a, a series of unearned moments that just didn't feel like they had enough gravitas and I was confused during the like the big climactic scene because artistically it doesn't they don't even try I don't I don't feel like Ramos tried at all to make Spider-Man fighting Kraven at the very end which is really Craven fighting Craven look like it's Craven like Craven has a different physique when I mean back in the day when we had the you know the Craven's last hunt one of the things that was so striking about seeing Craven in the Spider-Man costume was that he was big he was this big thick guy he wasn't you know this more lean character that Spider-Man was and you could visually tell that there was a difference as you know and when he's beating thugs up like it's a visually more imposing Spider-Man even though he doesn't actually have the spider strength so I really bugged me here where we have a very skinny-looking Spider-Man that doesn't feel in any way like this is Kraven. And Kraven's son had just fought Spider-Man. Like, he didn't notice... Was he this enraged and didn't even notice he was fighting his own father? Like, I just felt like this didn't fit. This didn't work. Obviously, it's meant to kind of have an echo of the original. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, the next issue, issue 23, will be more of a, I hope, a denouement of some kind. Or I just felt so much of this didn't work. And even the idea of him having a son felt like it was kind of foisted upon us and didn't really feel that natural. Um, I have a lot of issues with this. And I don't think I really enjoyed it. I don't know what the point was. It, and half the time, I didn't even feel like it was a Spider Man story. We're reading about the lizard. We're reading about. Craven, but where's Peter Parker in this? What what does he really care about? What is, you know, I feel like we got pieces of it here and there, but it didn't feel like it was really pushing him. And Spider-Man's just kind of lucky that he basically could have died. And, you know, Craven just kind of lets him go. And he lets him go in Craven's last hunt, but it feels so different. And this just felt very cheap. And, like, where's he even going? Just to save MJ? But, like, from what and even that threat hasn't been you know suitably built up and I just found this frustrating because I don't know what this is um, the art was okay but it wasn't necessarily the best suited and it just felt like especially I'm, I just I keep fixating on the last few pages with Craven Craven son I should say fighting Craven as Spider Man but it doesn't in any way look like Spider Man that's frustrating. Like, there's no... I mean, there's one shot, maybe, where you get a sense, maybe, where, you know, he does this kind of... This hit on Kraven that is just not a Spider-Man-like move. Not a move we would typically see, and more Craven move. But that's about it. And, again, there's no there's dialogue here, so I feel like that... Like there's just nothing. It just it doesn't work. So much of this just doesn't work. It's empty, and everyone else is doing the action. But Spider Man almost does nothing for most of the time. Like I don't know. It, it's just it's just not working. And this storyline I found frustrating because it just didn't work. Uh, I'm gonna give it a five. Um, there's pieces of it that are better, but I'm, I I just found that I didn't really buy into a lot of the stakes. I didn't buy into a lot of what was going on. It just felt like it was it didn't come together that well. So after that five out of ten Whew. let's take a moment breathe let that wash over me a little let's move on to our next book we got DC sorry uh, DC's Superman Leviathan Rising special which is got a bunch of different writers because you have different stories you have Brian Michael Bendis Greg Rucka Matt Fraction Mark and Draco that's one hell of a group uh, art by Yannick Paquette Mike Perkins Steve Lieber Eduardo Penzica and Julio Ferreira with colors by Nathan Fairbairn Paul Mouts and FCO Placencia. That is, or oh, so I should say, Letters by Dave Sharp, Simon Boland, Clayton Cowles, Tom Napolitano, and ALW's Troy Pateri. So that's a lot going on at once. Um, for the most part, I like the main story by Bendis. Um, I liked having everything in the um, Daily Bugle. I like that. That the, the part with the this kind of most recent Bob Boss character being confronted by this shadowy person, trying to find out more about Leviathan. I mean, it goes on a little long, and it feels like it plays into a lot of what we see Bendis do in other books before, but, you know what? It worked for me enough. I liked Kent being abducted. I liked that whole idea that he's a really bad actor I thought was really interesting. Um, I don't know if Talia really felt like Talia as much as she usually does, but it was interesting to kind of see her here. Um, I liked the idea, that you know, again, that Clark was abducted and what that even looks like and how other people would feel as it goes on a little longer. Um, I liked... uh, Batman and Lois having a bit of a uh, confrontation, I thought it was interesting. So I'm interested to see what this is like, and I like the idea of at the end where they're looking for Superman, she's looking for Clark Kent. That's a that's a, a cool and interesting distinction. Yeah, this Superman's married friend Jimmy Olsen, uh, which was fun and silly. Um, to be honest, like I don't even know if I remember that much of it because I found the art almost too like distracting at times, and I remember enjoying it, but like I couldn't even tell you what what it's about now. Looking at it now. Um, but it's, it, you know, it's kind of crazy and silly too. Uh, we got to go save Superman. Um, uh, I do like the Supergirl story. I thought it was really interesting. Um, she's been off earth, off world for a while. So now she's coming back and finding out what's happened, um, to the DEO and really wondering like, kind of what happened to her family and what happened, what, what the hell is Leviathan? That's a really cool uh, concept and idea. And then we see more of Superman, um, before people are able to kind of rescue him and what he's had to deal with. Um, although reading it now, I'm like, did I even read this last story? Because it's inter- Like, it's got some good art, good story ideas. Um, yeah, well, it's interesting. And the question is, who is Leviathan? Who knows what's going on? But uh, yeah, no, I, I I thought this was pretty good, and I'm enjoying the mysteries, and I want to see where it goes from here. Uh, this was this was a great you know sense of lead up. Uh, coming off of what we've seen in Action Comics recently, um, a lot of different creative teams. Besides the Jimmy Olsen, uh, stylistically, it's all kind of totally dissimilar, which is not a bad thing. Uh, the Jimmy Olsen thing feels like a uh, bit of a snippet of things to come in the upcoming Jimmy Olsen book, which, you know, who can you know, be upset about that? So I'm going to give this as Nate. I thought this was a solid kind of lead up to what we're going to get. And that is basically our episode, so it was about 10 minutes or so. Uh, Looking forward to our next week's releases, books coming out on June 5th. Uh, The highlights, uh, at least that I noticed, um, let's see, we have, uh, what what do we got here? From DC Comics, we've got new issues of Adventures of the Super Sons, the second last issue. New issue of Batman, uh, second issue of Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. It's issue number two, because it's confusingly named got the Blackest Night Omnibus Hardcover 10th Anniversary Edition for $150 US with so much content, I think you uh, can't shake a stick at it, or you could shake a stick at it. I forget the phrase. I got Deceased, number two. I never read issue number one, haven't yet, anyway. Deathstroke, uh, new issue, new issue of The Dreaming, Green Lantern, Harley Quinn, Justice League. Uh, there's a Nightwing, Night Terror, trade paperback, uh, collecting some of the most recent stuff with uh, Rick Grayson. Uh, we have got a new issue of Shazam, as well as a new issue of Young Justice. And then switching over to Marvel for a second, I mean, there is, uh, sorry, IDW does have Impossible Incorporated, trade paperback by J.M. uh his most recent book. I haven't had a chance to read that yet, so I'm probably going to pick that up, as well as Marvel Action Avengers number five. I picked those up for my son. Uh, over at Marvel, we have new issues of... Well, first of all, there's The Adventures of Spider-Man, uh, trade Paperback, Sinister Intentions, which I believe is covering uh, some of the original issues from the Adventures of Spider-Man series that ran concurrent with the animated series back in the 90s. Uh, We've got The Avengers by Jason Aaron, trade Paperback, Volume 3. New issues of Age of X-Man, Prisoner X, Issue 405. Can't believe those are still going on. They just feel like they're going on forever. Uh, We've got a new issue of Black Cat. Sorry, first issue of Black Cat, so I'm probably going to pick that up. I'm definitely interested. Uh, We've got Cap America, trade Paperback, Evolutions of a Living Legend, new issues of Captain Marvel. There's another Cloak and Dagger trade paperback. It's kind of a and not an epic collection, but might as well be. This one's called Agony and Ecstasy. We got the fourth issue of Cosmic Ghost Rider Destroyer's Marvel History. I only read, I think, issue two or maybe three, but I really enjoyed issue two at least. Uh, we got the Daredevil Epic Collection, Purgatory and Paradise. Well, that's something. Uh, Dead Man Logan, issue 8 of 12. We got new issues of Deadpool, uh, Deadpool Domino Hotshots, Guardians of the Galaxy Annual, uh, Incredible Hulk, Last Call. Not even sure what that is. Uh, we got the Marvel Art of Scotty Young uh, hardcover. I'm definitely. Really seriously considering that uh, new issue uh, Marvel Team Up, Meet the Skrulls, Old Man Quill, Savage Avengers. Uh, let's see, uh, solo trade paperback, Star Wars story ad- adaptation. We got the let's see what else, Spider Man, Far From Whole, prelude trade paperback. They got the Star Wars Age of the Republic, Luke Skywalker number one one shot. Um, let's see what else. we got Tony Stark Iron Man. we got True Believers. Uh, we have The Amazing Spider-Man number one, New Spider-Man number one, and Spider-Armor number one. So we're interested to see exactly which issues those cover. Uh, We've got Uncanny X-Men number 19 and War of Realms number five, as well as War of the Realms Journey to Mystery number four and War of Realms New Agents of Atlas number three. Uh, that's a, a lot of different stuff. And I'm not really up on that. I wish I was. But uh, again, one of these days, I'm going to sit down and actually you know, read everything. Uh, that came out with regards to uh, War of Realms. I hope to do it all kind of all, you know, close together so I can kind of really enjoy it all at the same time. But, you know, there's just so much material, and... uh I have not had a chance to really get, really sink my teeth into it yet. I think the, the most recent I got was I read an issue of Thor that was maybe concurrent with uh, War of Realms, but didn't feel like it was really missing too much, because I kind of knew about the spoiler. And I've read the Venom War of Realms tie-ins, but that's about it. Um, the Daredevil Epic Collection I mentioned covers issues 345 to 364, which is not exactly regarded as a high-water mark, for Daredevil's, but I'm definitely interested in reading it because a lot of that material I haven't actually read. I've read some of it, definitely. Uh, I've read some of the stuff with Rosalind Sharp, but I haven't read that much of it, so I'm really excited to have that trade paper back in my hands, even if it's not necessarily going to be the best material I've ever read. Uh, far from it, most likely. Um, and that's coming out, uh, you know, that's everything that's coming out this Wednesday on the 5th of June, or really today, as this episode is dropping on the 5th. Thanks again for listening to this episode. Our next episode should be our spotlight on Dark Phoenix. Uh, i not talking about the comic, but talking about the, the movie, the second chance that Fox has to try and get the Phoenix Saga right, I can honestly say going in I don't have high expectations, but maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it'll soar above them or somehow crash and blow, burn way below them. I, I don't even know if that's possible, but I feel like it might be. Uh, so that'll be something coming soon. So you can email me at comic shenanigans, shenanigans at gmail.com You can rate and review the show on uh, iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for listening to us, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye!